0: And gentlemen. It's time!
1: 19 and 0. Three and a half years in the game. I'm not perfect, but I'm trying. I'm telling you guys right now, the reason I'm the best in the world is because my mind is stronger than everyone in the division. Trust me, I had to make y'all remember, we're the best. combat sports ng the podcast uh this is the 14th episode we are in this episode going to preview ufc 278 highly anticipated three man in Usman and edwards and of course i never do this alone i do this with my brother mayawa how you doing brother
0: i'm i'm all right man you know just trying to get through trying to get through the day man this is going to be a big week so
1: i'm excited yeah you're traveling for this right
0: yes i'm actually going to be at ufc 278 my first ever live woo, card! Woo, woo. I'm so excited. Oh man! Like I guy. keep
1: imagining how I'm gonna, I'm going to lose my, my head when I go for my first ever live, uh, live event. I don't know when it will be, but you know I'm looking forward to. It. i I'm, I'm thinking maybe, the next um, UK card. Maybe the next UK card. I can just try to go for that, or the next uh, the next one at Abu Dhabi. Uh, maybe makashev Makachev, uh this guy if it's not too late for me to october but yeah, yeah. man, ah, well, that's a good one, like I, that,
0: one will, that one, will be expensive as, because bro these cards are expensive like i got it my ticket is like up 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 in the nosebleeds which is crazy because it's like it's 250 dollars that i pay for that ticket. but it's like ha, yeah i'm like that's crazy man but you know i would have like to get a, like, a nicer ticket but 250 bucks for that but up there i'm like well it is what it is you know so you know maybe the, next one I'm going to go I'm going to try to get it like nicer but I, and I got my ticket early so it's not like I got like a late like that was I got it like as soon as they released the ticket I'm like ah, why is the ticket so expensive what's going on with USD? but uh, here we are man but it's like I don't know why they did it in that place like fucking Salt Lake who knows man that place is I mean I guess it's good for me because like yeah, everything is close in that, in that city like the airport is not far from the hotel and the hotel is not far like my hotel is like one minute I think it's one minute from the arena so I'm just going to walk from the hotel that I booked. And then the airport is like ten minutes away, so it's not a big, massive city, which I guess is good for convenience. But like, that's not a big, like usually like Vegas would be like crazy, you know. But I guess you know, you know, I, I don't know why they picked that specific city because that's like a dry. <laughs> I'm surprised. Like, I guess what they were gonna do. So Usman wanted, Usman wanted, I believe, uh, the last easy car, So I think July second. When did July second? I guess his hand wasn't ready enough, and then. They fought the last year, the last um, pay-per-view in July, because there were two per the last month in July, second and 38th. Last one was in Dallas, which is Camaro's adopted hometown. That's where his family lives, right? So I'm obviously, Mohamed um And Muhammad didn't even fight there either, which is it's crazy that they didn't put either Mohammed or, or Kamaru on that on that UFC, uh, UFC 276 card, because because they're from Dallas, um, and then they put us and they, they gave him the apex.
1: I think last week.
0: By the way, we have to shout him out, Mohamed Usman, tough champion, just like his
1: Woo! brother. You know,
0: that was um, a beautiful
1: knockout, man. Beautiful you know. knockout. Ah, I, I saw it. And that and guy I was, was like, talking,
0: but that guy was talking crazy. Yeah, crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Bro, I, saw, I saw it too. I saw it, and I was very happy for him because you know, um, I, I I feel like his run in the PFL wasn't the most glamorous. You know, he did did all right, but. It wasn't as... Uh, especially because his brother was over here in the UFC killing it. And then everybody's talking about is he going to come to the UFC as well? Or maybe he's not as good, you know, because maybe his record in the PFL wasn't that great and everything. You know, so I when, I, he, when I... I worked out,
0: Go on, go on. Sorry.
1: He had like two or... Two or three losses in how many fights. I need to go and check that again. I'm not too sure, but... Um, so, so, I don't so...
0: He... Um, the way it worked out for him was perfect. Because, so... He was a good prospect. Like he, he was I want to say six or seven and one before the PFL. So he had lost one fight in his career, and he lost it to a guy that's in the UFC. That guy just, that guy actually just fought on the last pay-per-view card. His name is Don't Tell Maze. He lost to like a, 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 the first ever Egyptian UFC fighter, which is like, all these things are just so linked together. It's so crazy. But anyway, um, you know that that guy is pretty good actually. Hamdi, shout out to Hamdi Abdelwahab, Wahab. I think that's his name. Um, first of all, Egyptian, those African brothers, so we gotta shout him out. Egyptian uh, UFC fighter, it's a good, strong wrestler. So he will, he beat that guy. But anyway, so do, that guy, Dr. Maze, was going guy that beat uh, Mohammed Usman initially. But he was pretty good. Like he was like, he was knocking at everybody in in those like Titan FC and all this lower like lower ranked. So I th- I believe the UFC tried to sign him before, and he declined. Either he declined officially or like they did not reach out to the UFC because they felt he wasn't ready. So he went to the PFL. He fought once in the PFA, was supposed to fight twice. The second fight fell out after he lost. But like, he showed hard. Like the fight, that was the only fight that he fought in the PFL. He was like the very big. That guy was like probably cut down from £300 pounds to 265 So like he was a big guy. Um pretty much he got he got dropped a couple times, but it's, it's, it was, that's why this guy's of this Usman guy is a tough man. Like they don't like, he had to he had to be put to sleep by like by submission. Like he wasn't gonna go out. He wasn't gonna tap wasn't going to get knocked out like but he, so he showed heart but he wasn't he wasn't um, he just got beat man and then he didn't fight again he was supposed to fight second PFL fight I think something happened somebody pulled out not sure what happened um, and then that's like I think during COVID so he didn't fight last year at all and then we found out he was doing tough and then t- even in tough as well because I watched the whole like season of tough ultimate fighter for those who don't know um, he had and I feel like that's why the guy was overconfident like the guy that he fought the opponent that he fought because number one those guys trained together before they used to be in the same gym so they knew each other very well um, in Colorado and then they both had dreams to play in the NFL which is the National Football League the American Football League Um, so they both played college American football Um, his opponent went a little farther in terms of um, that one actually made the NFL he didn't play but he made a team in the NFL Usman didn't make a team in the NFL um, so he gave up on his dream and kind of went to the, uh, MMA earlier so like they were very familiar and they were very similar but like on the t- on, on the show um usman fought like the tougher guys like the guys usman fought on the show were like highly ranked like they were so you, i don't know if i don't know if you know how the, the thing works they Actually, like the the, the coaches pick the, the people on their team right so it's like when we used to play inside in high school when we used to play like um soccer and they would pick you know everybody would pick their player that they want to be on the team that's so you know that like, if they pick you first and second you're probably a good player. With the you last. Yeah. So like the guys that Usman fought on the on the on because he was on Pioneer's team. The guys who fought on Nunes' team were like I think the top three picks. I believe he fought the first pick and the third pick. So like he fought pretty high level guys. And the guy the guys that the other guy, um Paul fought, were not like the highly ranked guys. So like he had a rough a tougher kind of road to the you know to the final. And his, his fights were pretty close and the guys you know like the guy fought the first time was like i guess just coming into the house because everybody knows who he is because of his brother he was kind of that chip on the shoulder where it's like everybody's like oh well you're just here because of your brother blah, blah 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 and that's kind of the narrative that was going on like even when he got to the final i think he wanted a split decision so it was a close fight and everybody was like oh he didn't win he just got the decision because of his brother and so then the guy the zach Pauger guy, guy, was kind of talking about it consistently you know in the build up like, you know the thing is that they shoot like Whenever the tough is released versus when they actually do the show, it's like way ahead. Of, like, it's way like, it's like maybe six, five, six months after they shoot the show before they re- release it. So it's like, they know that the guys, they find out, know each other like for months ahead of time before we actually see the show as the fans. Um, so the guy was just going, talking crazy, man. Trust me. Like, I was on his Twitter page. He was talking about how, like, someone was beating tomato cans and lost in the PFL to like a part time fighter. And he was going to like drink dra- drag him. And to be fair, the first round was looking like the guy said because, like, Usman is kind of not that he's slow, he doesn't throw a lot of combinations. Um, he kind of throws single shots, single shots, and that guy was just kind of catching him on the counter. You know, that guy is more, a lot more active with his hands. And so, he was so he won the first round, and I was like, Man, we can't go three rounds like this, man. And then Usman just it's funny because that same shot was what Usman caught Kobe with in the second fighting round two. The counter hook <laughs> you know, from the left, this, the left hook, you know. And I, I guess they, were, they didn't see that coming because they were planning for Usman to keep throwing the overhand, overhand, overhand. That left hook was beautiful. And, it, and that's the thing with that hook. You don't have to throw it with too much force. Once you just throw it and he lands, yep. it's going to go.
1: <laughs> and I think and I think he used the momentum of, uh, of the opponent as well. Because I think that he, he, he just... He had just slipped a shot, so that guy was like he had come forward, and that guy was overextending for those um for those over overhand. So this man just he just put the hand there. He didn't really he didn't really use much force. He just just put the hand there, just a little bit of a muscle pinch, and boom, that guy went down. I was like, put him to sleep. Oh baby. my night god! I <laughs> was, I was I was like, oh
0: my god, because man, they talk a little shit, man. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, like. And like, it's not just the like, just not just it's not just power guys. Like the fans, like on the, on the comments on Instagram on YouTube, you know, man. So it was it was a big, and I, f- I feel like even Dena Dena is not still convinced about the guy. Like you could tell that Dana is just like mm, let's just see. So that was a good one, man. That was a good one. So shout out to our guy Mohammed Usman. All
1: right, let's get into the fight card. All right, first one we have uh, at in the flyweight division we have Daniel da Silva. Uh, against Victor Altamirano uh, Daniel Da Silva is 11 and 3 Victor is 10 and 2 so pretty similar record uh, pretty similar uh, fight records so far on death progress how do you see this one going?
0: it's a, it's a tricky one to call um, Daniel Da Silva is pretty, it's, it's pretty good but his gas tank is kind of shaky um, and then this Amaterano guy is Mexican so once you see a Mexican guy you know, you know what they bring
1: um, you know what they bring he's <laughs> not looked
0: crazy impressive in his you know in his um, UFC career so I think he has had one fight and then he fought in the Contender Series but even that Contender Series fight I'm surprised he got a contract actually I'm not surprised because it was a good fight but it was close usually in the Contender Series they now want you to kind of um, be very impressive like Have a But you know this one was a yeah. kind of back and forth fight so anyway he won and then he lost the split decision in his debut I'm going to go with him he's the favorite in this fight I'm going to go with him just because you know I think, Daniela Silva, if he doesn't get a finish early, you know, it kind of fades. So, um am to... Yeah.
1: All right, fair enough. Uh, next on is still in the flyweight division. Uh, Ari Lang against uh, Jake Perrin. Uh, okay, this is weird because uh, right here it's saying that uh, Ari Kling is a, is a flyweight and J is the bantamweight. So I, I yeah, So, so going what, what happens is that the
0: guy's J Perrin is coming down to um, the bantamweight. Sorry, to flyweight. He's coming down he to flyweight.
1: flyweight. Yeah. yeah, I was saying like, it, sometimes it can be hit or miss coming down from uh, a higher weight class to a lower one. Because yeah, you probably feel like you have more power, but then would you be as fast, as light on your feet as those guys mm-hmm. who are naturally there and, and, as, and, there as, there and as and
0: fights, as do, yeah. and as durable as well, because, the hey, Gabran found that as durable.
1: <laughs> oh man, crazy, <Please>. crazy. <laughs> yeah, When well, yeah, well, you cut that yeah, way so down. Let's it's, see it's, have, let's it's, it's see not
0: easy to be durable as as you are. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go. With, what, do you, uh, what do you think? I'm gonna go with Ari kelen the Chinese, because again, like, like you said, I just, we just don't know mm-hmm. how it's gonna how that guy's gonna react. And, and this guy, this Ari, Ari is pretty powerful guy, so you don't know how he's gonna react to the shots. According that extra ten pounds to fly away, yeah. so yeah, you know. And uh, but to be fair to to Perry, let me see his submission. You know, he has pretty solid, decent submission game, so he might be able to get. And like this guy Ari struggles with like the grapplers and stuff like that. You know, He's been submitted a bunch of times. So you know, Jay Perry is a live dog, but I, I gotta go with Ari Elling in this fight just because
1: you know, I just think. In yeah, speaking of uh, like, actually, okay, no, no, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. With... sorry, sorry,
0: I'm sorry, we missed so maybe we can mistake it. Arik Leng is going up to Bantamweight. Jay Perry is not coming down. This is a Bantamway fight. Oh. Oh, it's a Bantamweight
1: fight. Okay. So, okay. so scrap, so scrap everything we said.
0: Yes. Um mm. this kind of this, this kind of changes everything. Um I'm still gonna go yeah. with Eric Leng. It I does. just think uh I think he has a little power. Um and going up if he has if he gonna carry he's gonna carry his gonna speed. Carry you know, he's gonna carry the power. he's gonna carry his speed more to weight. Bantamweight. I don't think he's yeah. gonna have an issue. I mean usually guys that that go up um maybe struggle with the speed a little bit. And maybe they struggle to put the pounds on. But I think for 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 those two divisions, because they're so because most guys at flyway can go to Panther with anyway. I don't think it makes a difference when they go up as much. Mm. Um mm. so I think it's gonna carry yeah. his speed and power up there. Uh, I'm just gonna go with him in this fight. Still, still.
1: Okay. But I and, and speaking of, to your point, I remember seeing the video of uh High Car France and uh Pedro Young. Sparring together, Kyriyan mm. is obviously a bantamweight, of France, the flyweight, and to be honest, right, the they, 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 the difference wasn't really. I struggled to see a difference between both of them, both in their speed, in the power of the shot. Of course, it was it was just sparring, but they were sparring really hard, like they were going hard at it, right. You know, which is pretty, much, which is a very common trend for for kick, yeah, city king boxing fighters. They they spar like they fight sometimes, you know. Mm. Um, and Peter Jan as well from Tiger, uh, Tiger Muay Thai, you know, these guys spar with a lot of intensity to prepare you for IGD, like the proper war scenario, you know? So I, I think it, 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 there isn't really much of a difference going up. You just carry, if you have power already at flyweight, carry it with a little more weight to, to the bantamweight division. I think, you know, our Glenn probably has a better chance. And, and speaking to your point about, well, you know what you just said about, uh someone like I like struggling with rappers and everything. Honestly, to me, with all I've watched in MMA, if I was gonna map out the perfect journey for an MMA fighter, like if, if I sometimes I think to myself, well what if I had, you know, uh maybe after school I'd gone to Canada for Masters and just stayed there. Uh imagine finding MMA, you know, or maybe if I'd gone to the USA and find I just found MMA. You know, the best route in my opinion would be to start with wrestling, then learn jiu jitsu. And then mm-hmm. pick up striking. Because and yes. I just feel like there's something about wrestling that gives you this authority to decide where the fight happens. You know, when you're when you're if you if you're a wrestler who can who can who can strike, um, you find that if you want to take the fight to the ground, you can. And then if you want the fight to stay on right. the beat you can, and you can decide that. But if you're a striker predominantly, most of the wrestling you will learn is defensive wrestling to get the fight back defeat so you can do your work you know but when people right. can wrestle out wrestle you man it, it just drains you demoralizes you it weakens you it messes with your plans and your your strategy for the fight so and know wrestling is just is just a very domineering and authoritative aspect to the fight right. game it doesn't get its respect from many casuals because you just want to see a knockout and stuff but like any lucky sure. guy can land a shot and, and get a knockout. You can't land a lucky takedown. You can't land a lucky submission. <laughs> <shot. laughs> you have to set that mm, thing up, you, you know? To set this up. Especially when you're in the elite in elite stages. So anyways, um, cheers to all. This is just me giving a shout out to all the wrestlers out there in MMA world who are learning the other aspects of the game. Um, I see you, I admire you, and I think what you do is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. You you Next, spe- mm-hmm. next, uh, next fight is Amir Albazi uh, against looking like uh, Davidson's brother Francisco Figueredo. Um is this fight at flyweight or bantamweight because I'm seeing James so oh, this, okay. no, this, one is, this one
0: is a flyweight this one is a, this one is a flyweight
1: All right, so is mm-hmm. coming down from bantamweight yeah. what do you what do you know about Figueiredo's brother because I didn't even know he had a brother in UFC or did he so just he's get it a,
0: oh yeah so he's uh, I think he's throwing one the UFC he's, he's pretty good um it's almost like his brother but light like a light version of his brother like so he's not as powerful um I'm not as strong like physically strong um but he has some good he has good skills he has good skills his gas tank is kind of eh. um but he knows that's why this fight I, I want to say like I feel like he's a because Albazi is a strong wrestler man <laughs> he's, he's a good grappler so I'm gonna go with Albazi in this fight just because like I think he's like three three I know in the UFC already uh, no, 2-0 oh in the UFC, not 3-0, 2-0. Oh, oh. But, like, Figueroa can... Those guys who have good jiu-jitsu sometimes, they're tricky, they're tricky to... Because he can set up something, you know what I'm saying? But... And he's a big he's a big underdog in this fight, but I'm going to go with Abazi just because Abazi's a strong wrestler and I think he's going to give him... He's going to kind of wear him out and gas him out. Um, but I'm, I'm surprised if, you know, Figueroa does some, something crazy and catches him, man. Uh, in some crazy submission or something crazy like that, you know, because he can he can get a submission like pretty quick. Uh, so I'm gonna keep my eye on that, but like I'm gonna go with Abazi.
1: I think round. I'll go to Abazi too. We're talking about a wrestler who's coming down. It's a whole different ballgame. But and like you said, it's not like Figueroa packs much power in his punch like that, like his brother. But um I mean I I'm intrigued to see what his brother looks like because I don't think there are many siblings in the UFC who both uh, are doing great. You know, you look at Valentina and her sister, one is like the undisputed queen of Vision and then you know, the other is just hanging around there like, yeah, it's alright, no. Um You have uh, 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 Usman now, we have two Usmans in the UFC, both tough winner, tough champions or, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but obviously, Usman is still Usman Jr. is still trying to, you know, create his own name and his own legacy, but um, I'm curious to see if you know, this Figueiredo can be as exciting or as you know, skillful as his brother, he's just impressive. And they're in the same division. How, how, how does that play out? Because like, what if you do well enough to to earn the title shot? Are you gonna fight your brother?
0: <laughs> no. So so I think what I, so. To be fair to like Figgy, and I think even even uh, Al just said this about Mirab. Because even though the Arab brothers they are very very close, and I just says like, listen, I'm gonna move up. Like if you get to the point where like, um Mirab's gonna Mirab is fighting Aldo and this card later we're going to get to I'm going to get to that and if Merab wins that fight he's probably going to be very close to the title like very close if not if not the title next maybe one more fight and so i'll just say listen if he wins the fight i'm going to move up to 145 right um like if he's if he's going to be fighting for the title next right so i think that that's that's kind of the agreement that they have and this and this happened in boxing with, with the klitschko brothers for a long time whereas like with it was easier because there's, there's so many belts in boxing so i think Vladimir had the three belts and then um, what was the other guy? Forget this. Ah. Vitali had the one WBC belt so there so was never on the speed of Champion for a long time because Vladimir had three and uh, Vitali had one and I think in the UFC if it happens where usually it's always kind of because they're both not on the same level right? so they, they, they're not going to get to the top together but, I, but for someone like Figgy clearly he's going to like he's the bigger like he's the bigger brother clearly so he's like he barely gets to 125 anyway as he stands, so he's probably not going to be there if his brother gets to the top. He's going to move up to 135 easy. And Valentina has obviously fought the bantamweight for so long as well. Before the flyweight division was made in the you know for women, she was fighting like she fought Nunes a bunch of times. She was she tied, fought, fought, fought for the title against Nunes up at 135. So she's fought there a couple of times. Like she's pretty comfortable at 135. She was obviously because obviously a title fight, so she didn't win, but she was close to the title. Right. So and it was a close fight with Ununez that uh, people th- people thought that she won the fight. So um so she can go to one thirty five easily. I, yes, I don't she can. think her sister can go to one thirty five. Yeah, sister
1: Antonia is a bit she's a bit slim like a body frame. You just uh you know have to stay. Another person by the way who I feel like is rather big for a division, I I expect her to fighting in, like upper weight class would be uh um uh, this babe. This babe that we talked about is highly rated but you know, had love injury. Um Oh yeah, yeah, the wrestler. No, no, no,
0: Russia. Oh,
1: no, is she Russian? No. no, uh, this no, no big... right. I said
0: the wrestler, the wrestler, not the Russian. The wrestler, the wrestler. yeah.
1: That 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 completely the Tatiana, destroyed Tatiana Suarez. Tatiana Suarez. Yeah, you know she looked honestly. She that like she can even fight in bantamweight division. Like she.
0: Yeah. So 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 when she said so when she, she she's not she's not gonna fight at at uh, 1, one fifteen anymore. She said. Uh-huh. I mean, not, but not soon. She's fighting at one twenty five now. For now.
1: Good. I think
0: Thank I, you. I, I, I think the next fight will be at one twenty five. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you, do you have an idea when next she's fighting? Whatever. whatever I is. don't think I've heard anything. Uh, I'm not
0: sure. I think she wanted to say, I think, think she'll later, later in the year.
1: Oh man, I really need uh, to so see that we'll big fight again. Because this would be the first time I would actually watch her fight. You know, the first time I actually got put onto her was when we talked about her, um, one of the previous episodes that we did. And I went to look up and I saw the fight with Carla Esparza. I was like, What who does this to Carla? Like, she Carla is the wrestler, and you do this to Carla, it's pretty much mauled and dragged her across the entire uh the entire cage so i'm, I'm looking forward to the, like watching her fight live first time but yeah anyways your pick hey, is and,
0: and, and hey sorry sorry yeah because we keep drifting apart today but this file is it's been so long so just just get that out of the way yeah so now <laughs> yeah. i gotta say this because if you saw the way Tyler santos fought valentina i'm oh, not gonna lie to my you God. Hey, hey so tatiana suarez might have a you know she might look at that and say hey ooh. You know, if it can get if it can get straight to the title and uh and we're like and um and, and I can wrestle, it's a very good if, wrestler. So if, if I, Tatiana gonna at Valentina if Tatiana fights Valentina,
1: say, <laughs> the only thing is that Valentina will have to be extra perfect with a striking because I I'm feel like Tatiana
0: Santos fight even at Santos fight, I don't <laughs> if nothing I, 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 I don't think know, she, she won it. I don't think she won it. I don't know that Valentina. I don't think she won it.
1: I don't think she probably she probably
0: yeah but that's what I'm saying like, even like an, an, even with the headbutt it was f- so close so the 847, mm-hmm. right so man. I'm not gonna <laughs> <The chance laughs> is, is, you know she's, she's gonna if she can come back to what she was before the injuries mm-hmm. at 125 I'm, I'm gonna say she's gonna be looking at that title like yo I,
1: mean, I, can, I, can, I can get that I can do that <laughs> man so much to look forward to man in this, in this cover sports world but yeah so many uh, uh, realms of possibilities. I remember someone someone tweeted something and said, um, "Imagine Leon Edwards beats Usman, and then Nadia's beats Hamza Shmaev, and then <laughs> and then um, we have a rematch between Nadia's and Leon Edwards, and then Nadia's knocks out Leon Edwards late in the fight after losing all the <laughs> previous rounds, and then Nadia's wins the freaking uh, world title." And now he's like, the champion. Oh my god. <laughs> That would like be the ultimate flip you to the universe, man. Cause, like, who? What kind of crazy twist to the story? But of course, I mean, we know Usman is not dropping that belt till he's done. That one's, mm-hmm. that one's sure. Um, there are very few things I'm sure of in his life. uh as I am of Usman keeping his belt till he's done. You know, when I look into his eyes, when when he's doing his interviews, when I listen to things that he says. Um, yeah, nobody's beating that guy. Nobody's beating that guy. They will all try. They will all come and they will all try. But, he will just he will just win. He will just win. One way or the other, he will win. You know, but like he said before, and I'm happy he said it, he said he will leave the game before the game hits him. And that is very smart. Mm. You know, personally, and, and I know we're jumping the gun by, by doing this, but when we get to, you know, mm. the main events, we we'll talk about the fight itself. We're talking about Usman right now when I say this. I personally don't think you should go up to 205, And this is why. There's something Leon Edwards said... We'll get there. We'll get there. There's something Leon Edwards we'll said on the on, countdown. Go go Right? He said something on the countdown and I had to think about it a bit, right? Um, he said, Usman's been through some wars and, you know, your body begins to break down slowly. And I, I had to pay more attention to that thing because they incorporated it into the UFC game. Right? I have the UFC game and I played occasionally. Right? Do the career mode and you have your fighter building up your career and everything. And there's something that happens when you go through like tough fights and you win. There's some points where they tell you like your but your the the durability of your body has dropped by so-so-and-so points. By so-so-and-so point. I remember uh, my, my my guy, my character is a welterweight fighter, right? And then I think well, who who did that fight? I think it was Ben Askren or so that I fought. And this nigga was picking me up and slamming me all over the all over the cage. And by the time the fight was gone, I still I won with a with a with a knockout one nice sweet up kick like what chandra did to to tony ferguson but guy when i saw the points Mm -hmm. that i lost in terms of durability after the fight i thought about it again like well okay like this actually relates to a real life concept where as a fighter you win some fights but then your body is not like before and i know somebody mentioned that on twitter as well with body garbrandt like you know he's just been through so many so many intense intense and you know incredible fights that the chin is just not what it used to be, you know? So, um uh, the damage at 205, the damage that's there to take, it's a lot more than what you get at welterweight, you know? So, I just feel like... Yeah, but
0: it's not... It's, I, I don't think he's going to move there to stay there. He's probably just going to go try to get one fight. He wants to champion, win the belt win there. Lose. Um, he wants yeah, to win the belt there. that's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to get one fight. You, you get a shot at the title one time. You fight, you win. or you Just like easy, you go up one time. If you win, you, you win you got your better you vacate it if you lose Mm. you tried, and that's it you go back to your division so I don't think he's going to stay at 205 for sure and he has admitted like the guys at 205 are like crazy like they're good but I think that he sees one or two guys maybe like a someone like maybe and I can see what he's trying to say like to me I don't want him at 205 at all I just think they're too big for him I think that if he lets them hit him at 205 he's going to get knocked out Uh, that's my personal opinion Um, but I can see what he's saying like I can see him saying well because Usman wrestled at, like, 185 throughout his career, like, in college and stuff like that. Right? Mm. But like when he wrestled, he wrestled at 185, right? 184, right? Whatever the conversion. is, 84 kilograms, which is, like, 185-ish, right? So, he's wrestled bigger guys, like, middleweight-type guys. Mm. This, mm. and, that's when he, and this one was young, right? So, um...
1: And, and, and another if, if thing if to note... Another thing to Another thing to Sorry, note is that many of those two or five guys, they have longer limbs, longer legs, longer hands. It will be, it will be a bit more difficult oh, against yeah, yeah, big guys.
0: I think, I, I think his idea is that he, he, if he can wrestle, if he, he, can, he can wrestle them, and he can just get, he, he can just. I, that's whole thing. I think he's like, I can wrestle with these guys and control them on the ground and just get get, get go home. I don't think, I don't think he's gonna try to strike with those guys. They're too long, too big, too powerful. Um, I, think it's, I think his idea is that if he, he seen like a John he like and he's seen what Glover did to John he's like well, hmm, I can wrestle this guy just keep him there um, you know and wear him out with wrestling obviously those guys are very big and they're very heavy so I don't know I, 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 don't, I don't even know that he's, he'll be successful as as yeah. much wrestling those kind of big guys yeah. cause they, and so it takes more energy probably to wrestle but anyway I think his idea is that you know you can wrestle them like guys like Jiri guys like you know, maybe Yan in some respects, he could probably wrestle. And against, I mean, when it, he when he squared wrestling. up
1: with when he squared up with Yan, he yeah. looked slightly bigger. Top half, top half, <laughs> so top so half hey, slightly bigger. You know, the arms. You know, Usman Listen, has saying, like really big arms. And chest. if he wants
0: to, if he wants to do it, you know, if he beats Selim and wants to go up to 205 and they let him go, I'm for him. I don't care. Like if he loses at 205, nothing to hold, nothing to bang your head on about. True. Now to be fair, to be fair again to Usman. I kinda of wanted to get to John Jones and break the record for the like most consecutive wins in the UFC. Exactly. So 205 and this and this kind of what this kind of annoyed me about Izzy going up there and losing. Because like because he was and Izzy was going fast. Like so he was like so he could have really broken the record quickly. Like he could have stayed at 225 uh, one um one eighty five, go quick, beat those guys, get that record quickly, and then do what you want to do. But I guess he and now you go up, so you have to restart your streak again from the beginning. And yeah. he, has, he has only won like three fights since then. So imagine if he had it was ten and 0, I think when he went up. So you'll have been 13 have been 13 or 14 and 0 now, right? Easily like clean those guys out. And he talk, like he's fighting three times this year. So if he beats Pereira be, be four know, since he lost the fight to 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 Yan. So you you could have really broken that record by next year so it's a shame that he went up and lost but anyway mm-hmm. you know you do what you gotta do you gotta chase greatness so you know back to sure. this card man back to back, back to
1: <laughs> back this card we can go on. no 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 I want I want three more fights for Usman in the welterweight division and then it's just fashion and walk away and that is Leon Hamzat and then Kobe trilogy that trilogy nah That's we don't best. want
0: Kobe anymore let, I want I want, see, I, I, want need, I want him to like knock I want you to get, knock Kobe we Sha- out. We gotta get Shafkat. Now Kobe's not gonna listen. This is what's gonna happen, right? Kobe. Who cares? Who cares? Let's see. Yeah, if yeah, maybe Kobe to a ceremonial fire. Maybe yeah, whatever. I want Kobe. I want Usman to get all the young guys out of the way before he goes. I want him to get Hamzat True. and Shafkat, both of them. Two of those guys, whoever comes out between Shafkat, Brady, and Hamzat. All those three guys, one of two those three guys, we need to get them out of the way so that we can know that this one beat the older guys, he beat the, like the goodies yeah. and the RDAs, he beat his guys, he and beat his generation, and he beat
1: the new guys. Come like, yeah, yeah. All right, let's 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 get back to the part, and part, and because this guy, will just, mean, We'll just practice. dive in a chain <laughs> direction. <laughs> all right, the last fight uh, on, prel- on the early prelims, we have AJ Fletcher and um, Angelusa. And, and that this is Ange, away. Angelusa. Ange yes, sir. All right. AJ Fletcher has just one loss on his record with nine wins, and uh, Angelusa has three losses to eight wins. A slightly <laughs> similar record. Um, I don't know either. I know AJ Fletcher. I think I've seen him fight once. I don't know this Angelusa guy, so uh, I don't think I'd have much to say about football.
0: You, 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 you should know Angelusa because he's a uh, he's, he's Congolese guy. So he's very good. Uh, he was on a contender series. So, so there's a guy in that division that is, that is a, potentially a problem. His name is Jack Della Medellina. Crazy, crazy striker um, mm. from Australia. I That's really, the um, one that went to visit, right? You, you do remember, you do, you do, I don't know if you remember Yeah, You knocked out the Russian guy, I think, on Izzy's card, mm. or the card. I can't remember what card exactly. Um, but last, a couple of months ago, you knocked out the Russian guy. Um, I want to say it's Easy's card. The last time Easy fought, like uh, Kanania. Anyway, Angelosa on the contender series for this guy Jack Della. That's how Jack Della got his contract to the UFC. Right. Um, but it was a back and forth fight. You gotta be like, it could, if it was a regular UFC fight, it would be fight of the night easy. Angelosa is a crazy, crazy striker. Um, he lost again to another guy, Munila Zesifika. I don't know if you probably, you probably remember who Munila Zez is. It's the guy that, that be, he beat um, on Fire Island, I think in 2020, 2020 2021. He beat. Uh, the powerful guy, the waterweight, former waterweight is now in middleweight. The big guy from Ghana. Um, uh,
1: Welterweight, oh. that is now in middleweight.
0: Ab- Abdul Razak Hassan. Oh, oh right, right,
1: right, 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 right. So, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So Monelazis and the so the, it, it was it was one of those fights where it's like, you know, obviously like um, Razak kind of first round came came crazy. The guy took his shots and just kind of. Wore him out and like outstruck him the rest of the fight. And obviously, that he like, obviously um, was his name gassed out in the fight. So, you know, he kind of just it, it was a decision, but it was like he went crazy anyway. So, so Lazez is this that's that's the that's Lazez. And then he fought, um, that's the guy that Andrew fought in his last fight in the UFC, UFC debut official. So, he has, he has been giving some very tough guys, like the guys that are pretty, very good. Now, they're giving him another tough guy, in AJ Fletcher, who is a strong wrestler. And obviously Angie is a good striker. Um, I gotta go with my guy for my African brother, obviously. Um, <laughs> but I think it's <laughs> if you can keep it. If you can keep it, and the guy the guy trains out of Stanford MMA. So Stanford, I, th- I think they've changed their name now. I don't know. I don't know what their new name is. Kill okay, or something crazy. But anyway, he, has, he, he, gets, he, he gets a lot of good work there. There's a lot of good wrestlers. Grapplers, Gilbert Bronze is there, Luke is there, all these crazy waterways are there. So he probably gets a lot of good work in training um so i think that he should be good on the wrestling and if you can keep this fight on the feet i don't think that he fletcher is going to he's going to beat him on the feet like standing in striking exchange So i'm going to go with him yeah. as my first i don't know this is my first pick from the underdogs i believe who, yeah yeah it's my first underdog pick of this of this card i'm going to pick my african brother angelusa um you know and i have some policies to give you guys this week there's, there's some sneaky <laughs> first guys that are in this <laughs> card of underdogs that i think that i think are crazy i think number one of them is angelusa as an underdog, I think you have to watch out for that. So, if you're doing a parlay, note this one for me. Underdog, Angelusa.
1: Alright, next fight on the prelims. We have um, in the featherweight division, we have Sean Woodson uh, who is nine and 9-1 against Luis Saldana who is 16-7. Yeah,
0: it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. But Sean Woodson, bro, is a crazy striker. Man. Okay, so Again, guys, today is just a day of giving you backgrounds. Sean Woodson, on the Contender Series, he got his UFC contract by by knocking out Terence McKinney. Who is, who is you? You guys know Terence McKinney is a crazy UFC. Now, I think he has three finishes in three fights, four fights. And he almost he almost knocked out Drew So, Terence McKinney is a crazy fighter. So, and ironically, if you watch this fight and you see Terence McKinney the way he fought in this fight, you will not realize that he's the same guy that, is, that has the fast hand and knocked out everybody in the first round or submitted them in the first round. Because he was wrestling Sean Woodson in this fight. He was winning the fight by wrestling. I think he wrestled the first round. At the f- he won the first round. He was winning the second round. And then he got like flying need going for a takedown by Sean Woodson. That's how Woodson got his UFC contract. So you, so Woodson is a very, very, very good striker. I think he lost one fight in the UFC, and the fight he lost, he was winning. Like he was winning very clearly, and he just got he got caught in his submission and he, he got finished. Apart from that, I think it's three three and three and one in the UFC very very he's very long for that division very long this guy can be like let me see what his reach is hold on ah, I oh, can we find the reach ah, it doesn't show okay 78 78 inches so he has like a reach like a water or like i think some middle even have the same my it's the same reach so it's very long it's like 6'2 but it's a featherweight so it's very long very very sharp stri- very very crisp boxing good striking I'm I'm going to go with him in this fight. It should he should, make, he should be a fun fight though. Fun fun very very fun fight, but actually, Watson, what's in it? too long, too strong, you know. Very good, too good striking, I think. He's going to get the job done here.
1: All right. Last fight on the prelims and uh for this one, we have a lightweight fight. So, Jared Gordon is going to come up from the 145 to the five to fight the Nazarson
0: because you know what, actually? ah, It's a tricky fight. So I'm not sure why. So, so okay. So Santos is a very, very interesting guy. I think he, he's been in the UFC since 2014. And he was like on a very long win streak. So he, let me see how many fights he won in a row. I think he was on tough. And then he, that's how he got it. So 2013, he was, on, he, he, he got to UFC 2013. He he, drew, he he won his first fight in the UFC, which is the tough fight. He drew his next one. And he won one, two, three. So he, he was like seven o and one in the UFC, and then he lost his last two. He then he lost two last year. For the, he lost his first two fights in the UFC last year. All right. So this guy was on his seven, pretty much, eight fight on beating streak in the UFC from his contract signing, um, and then he lost two in a row. But he lost to guys that can grapple, like Grant Dawson is a strong grappler. Clay Guida is a strong grappler. So, and in the Clay Guida fight, he was. He was. <laughs> I remember the fight clearly now. As I'm talking to you, he was winning the fight. He was going, He was supposed to win the fight in round one. Like he, he almost knocked out Cleguida. Somehow Cleguida find a way to survive. And then you know one of the things where you like you try to knock out the guy, you gas out. The guy doesn't get. He doesn't go away. He just finds a way to not go away. Just just barely survives the round. But you've given her, but you've given everything away. Like you've given out your whole energy in the round. And that's, that's kind of what happened in this fight. Like, he, he gave everything in the fight. He could have found a way to survive. They could have probably stopped the fight in round one. They didn't stop it for some reason. Um, and he just had nothing else to give. And he got sobbed. So, I feel like that's... The odds, odds makers are kind of looking at that last fight and saying, hmm, you know, maybe he's nice. tank is questionable, blah, 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 But I'm not going to lie to you. This is one of those ones that is a sleeper for me because the landro is a good, like... The guy's a good striker, man. I got on can wrestle, but I don't think it's gonna be a fight that's gonna play out on the ground as much. So should I do it? I don't know if I should do it. Oh man. <laughs> should I do it? I'm gonna go with Leandro Santos in this fight, bro. I'm not gonna lie. It's a big he's like it's he's like almost like a three-to-one on the dog in this fight. I just I just think his striking is very, very good. And he can get a win, man. He can get a win here. So I'm just gonna go with him. I think this is one of those ones that... Again, this card is full of guys like this that are like sleeper underdogs. And I just feel like, you know, this is one of those ones where people are going to be surprised, you know. So I'm going to go with Santos in this fight. And and by the way, Jared Gordon is pretty good. I think he's won three of his last five fights. So he's pretty good. And the last guy he lost to... No, so he lost to... Again, Grand Dawson is like... Very, very, very good fighter. Like Grand is one of those guys that in, in, at lightweight that he, he came up on featherweight a while ago, and he's not lightweight. But he's like I think I don't think he has lost the fight in the UFC yet. So yeah, Grand is like eight and seven and zero in the UFC. Like he has, he has he has one draw and like six wins in the UFC. So this like, Grand is a guy that people should watch for actually. But that's so that's the guy that he has lost to. and he has lost to Grand Dawson. His last five fights, his two losses are Grand Dawson, undefeated in the UFC. And Charles Oliveira, the champion, right? So these are guys, so these are high-level losses. That's, that's probably why they're giving him such a big edge in this fight. I just think that Leandro is going to surprise, you know, that's a guy that people again, people are sleeping on because he was also, like I said, was 7-0 and won the UFC on his last two fights where he lost. And he could have won the last one, like I said. So, um, I mean, I'm going to go with him, like I said. But anyway, so let's go to the main card. man. Let's go to the main card.
1: All right. Uh, so... The main event is upon us and we have starting the main event. We have uh, Tyson Pedro who was on Easy's um latest video on his freestyle bender YouTube page. Facing off against uh, Harry Hunsucker. And um Harry Hunsucker is gonna be coming down from heavyweight to light heavyweight. Um so it's a light it's a light heavyweight fight fight at 205, pounds. Huh? Um Tyson Pedro from that video. I didn't really know much about him before this. I had seen I think one of his fights, but I didn't really know much about him. I didn't know that he had such a an extensive period you know uh treating long yeah,
0: yeah. time. He didn't fight for like three
1: he didn't fight for like three years. Yeah, he beat the record for most almost uh, not almost two and a half years. Yeah. So um he's back and he's trying to, you know, now he's an, he's officially with the kickboxing. Um,
0: welcome, guy. Welcome home, my guy. Welcome home, my, home, my guy.
1: Welcome home. Welcome home. You know, <laughs> and he showed with his last fight as well. His last yeah. fight was the the. the he, was, he looked sharp, oh, but yeah, but that, but
0: that guy, to be fair to him, that guy is a bomb.
1: For true, the guy you was a bomb. A little bit, a but
0: also, but also, the good thing about this fight is that he's fighting another bomb as well. Um, and I hate to be, I hate to do my guy, but Hansa can punch though. He, he can, but he, he's a bum. He bro. swings
1: wildly, right? And if you have good footwork and you have good read, you will avoid his his hits, All right? But then so this so this this, this, this fight Locky is bad punch. for him.
0: Everybody that's a heavyweight can probably punch, right? So that's kind of true. A given for heavyweight, um, obviously. So to be fair, this is one thing that for him to want to drop down to two or five, that means he has worked like in this camp extensively. Right, to be in shape, so mm. for him to drop down to 205, they have to because you have to be in shape to drop to, to from heavyweight to 205, you have to be in shape to drop down.
1: That's true, right?
0: Um, that being said, you know, this guy lost contender series to a, a guy who's also kind of struggling in the UFC right now, Jarry Vandera. You know, he has lost Jared Vandera has lost four in a row, four fights in a row, and that's and that's who he lost to like <laughs> on the contender series, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> he, he, he won a fight out the UFC. Came back to the UFC. Had, I, if you remember what they said on the on the um, on the Easy Podcast on, the, on the Easy's uh, YouTube page, he's lost his two UFC fights in, in to, to to guys from Australia, right? Mm. He lost his UFC debut to title Ivasa by knockout, and then he lost to Justin Tafa by knockout, right? So this is the third guy they're giving him from that same region, who's probably gonna knock him out. So he's not gonna be. He's not gonna like. Australians at all by time he's done with his career. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's gonna be knocked out three times, three times back to back by three Australians. Anywho, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with this fight, just <laughs> Tyson Pedro by knockout. And Tyson Pedro is a big old favorite in this fight, so if you're gonna bet Tyson Pedro, you probably just you probably better say betting him by knockout by finish, because mm. you're gonna get way better odds on the fight than because 800 is such is such a big such a big number that if you bet for that fight you're not gonna win a lot of money. Mm. So you should. If you bet this fight bet, um bet by finish, so you get way more value for your bet. I don't think it's gonna go the distance. And that's funny enough, now for called for you know I don't you fight so think five, so. Either. 15 minutes. <laughs> hey, <laughs> this is that's that's what we always say. And if somehow some of these guys end up going fifteen minutes. But I don't think it's gonna go fifteen minutes. I'm not gonna. <laughs> nah, lie. I
1: won't. He actually won't.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna finish. I think it's gonna be finished. Maybe even yeah, even you know what? You should even put some, put some money on round one. You, you might it might be done in round one. You know, round one finish.
1: It will be good for um, it will be good for for Tyson Pedro if he if he can get that. So
0: hopefully because he has been knocked out twice twice like in his last two fights he's been knocked out in round one. Listen, every time he has been in the UFC he's been knocked out in the first round, right? Contender series first round, last two fights in the UFC first round. So you know what? You should probably throw some money on you know um, Tyson Pedro by first round KO. And if you see how you know he 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 won his last fight in the UFC um, his last UFC fight versus that guy. Um, Villanueva. It was very quick, very, very quick finish. I'm going to put my money, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a bet on this fight. Tyson Petro to win in the first 60, 60 seconds. I'm going to put that bet.
1: First 60 seconds? Damn, okay. <laughs> uh, let, me,
0: let, let me go put that right now as I'm talking to you guys. I'm, 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 I'm talking to you on the podcast. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Alright, next fight. We have um, Marcus Tabora against uh, Alexander Romanov. The heavyweight fight. Um. Well, so uh, for this one, man, so I'm, I'm going for I'm going for Roman, of course. You know, um, the guys unbeaten, the guys a lot of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, definitely going for him. Have you seen him fight? You Have seen I him fight? fight? I, I think I've seen one. Then I've seen highlights of the other fight.
0: So he's very. I'm not gonna lie, he's one of those guys that is a very very good grappler. He gets he gets a hold of you. Um, man, this is I, okay. <laughs> let me let me say like this. I'm sorry again this guy is going to be a long episode because of all my background so I I watched I watched Romano from his UFC debut and my Twitter account is gone now you know Twitter free me free Swaggo bring me back you know it is what it is but bring me back man because my Twitter has so many many receipts Mm -hmm. that I I have to to be able to say this is what I said two years ago three years ago anyway so I watched so in 2019 or so I think that's when he made his debut I can't remember exactly probably 2019 2020 from that time to 2020 one of those years. I had a list of heavyweights that that, that were like the new school heavyweights. Mm. I had, I'm I'm going to start with my my bad pick. I had Greg Hardy on that list. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) I did have Greg Hardy because because at the time he was knocking at everybody going crazy. And I I, I thought he would keep improving. He just never found a way to figure out the wrestling. And he kept giving him wrestlers that kept taking him down. So anyway, um, yeah, so I had Greg Hardy on there. I had, it's a guy Called Juan Espino, big Spanish grappler. I had I had, had Romanov on that list. I had Tomas Pino on that list cause I and Hasirigan on that list because I saw once I saw them both guys, Sirigan and Tomas Pino in their debuts. Mm-hmm. I was like, these guys are different. Like they, there's no way they're not going to be for this division. The way they move, the way, the, way the, the, the kind of speed that they have, it's no way, right? So Romanov is on my list of guys that I f- always thought would get to the heavyweight top of the division at the heavyweight. But I watched him fight this guy. So for me, when he fought one Espino, Espino is a guy who hasn't fought since that time as well. Um, but Espino is a guy who is also a crazy grappler as well. So for me, that fight was like a. You know how they put two prospects together in the fight? And they are like both like on the way up. And it's like, man, mm-hmm. they shouldn't be fighting now. They should, fight, they should fight like later in their careers. Yeah. That's how that fight was to me. Right. And Romanov ended up winning that fight. I think it was one of those fights that was weird. It was stopped. I think for an eye poke but because it was in round, in round three they went to the scorecards instead of making it like a instead of making it a known contest because it's late in the fight I think after I think, yeah. I think the fight goes past the second round or something like that and they stop the fight after that they have to go to the scorecards right so Espino won the fight on a technical split decision in the fight that he was kind of gassing. I'm not going to lie. And he's very skilled. Again, he's very skilled. And this was a strong grappling. Because they were, both, they were both very strong grapplers. And they were kind of exchanging on the ground a lot. Um, but I felt like Romanov was kind of getting tired. More so than Espino. And then he poked up and then he got the win. You know. So it was kind of a little bit of a lucky break for him. Um... But the guy is five hundred in the UFC. So if you go to so if, you, if you look at his record, 16-0 in the UFC, 16-0 in his career, five hundred in the UFC. If you didn't watch all the fights, and you, if you, particularly that, that fight I just I, I just talked about, that's the guy you see, well, this guy is probably on the way up. And Tibura as well, by the way. I don't know why Tibura is getting disrespected in this fight. Because Tibura is four and one in his last five fights in the UFC. Yeah. Every time he has lost in the UFC, he's lost to guys that cannot that are striker. So he lost to, he lost to, he lost to Derek Lewis by knockout.
1: Yeah.
0: He lost to Verdun, but, you know, that one was one of those... The, the times he has really lost. Sakai by knockout. Shamila Burakimov by knockout. Volkov grinded him out in his last fight. Right? Derek Lewis yeah. knocked him out. So, apart from apart from those guys, those top, top guys who have knocked him out, um, he's a grinder, man. And, and he's a very strong grappler as well. So, but I, I guess the the... The reasoning behind the picks here is that, um, sorry, not behind the pick, behind the, uh, what you call it, the, the odds on the betting line. Romanov is undefeated, 5-0 in the UFC, very, and he's, he's, he's a big guy. Actually, he's not even that big. He's not he's not that big, but he's a very, very strong grappler. Yeah. And he gets you on the ground, you're probably going to get submitted, right? So he's very, very strong guy. That being said, <laughs> Tabura is a strong grappler too, man. Like, I don't know how yeah. this fight, this guy is like plus 350, this is a, so. This for me. For me, this is like this is my biggest pick of this of, the, of this card, and it's Taibura by decision. I think Taibura... probably again based on the fight that I just explained with with him and that guy Juan Espino.
1: Yeah.
0: I think Taibura has the better gas tank. If they grapple and Romanov doesn't get a finish in the first round, which I don't think, he, which I think is unlikely. But this guy is fighting is very very good. Like this is this is a top heavyweight. I'm talking about like this is a well-rounded guy, very very strong grapple. Yeah. So. I'm just, man, I, for me, this is a sleeper pick. And you can win big money on this fight. Like, plus three plus 350, that's crazy. That's a crazy odd, like, crazy odds of this fight. So, this is my biggest pick of this, of this card. And it's going to be, I, I think Tebra is going to win this fight by decision. Or oh, by us finish, maybe, because, but I, I think decision is most likely. I think they're going to grapple, grind, it, grind, grind each other out. Romanovi um, is going to gas out. And he's going to get his first loss in the UFC. That's my pick.
1: All right. I can't That's, believe
0: this, I, 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 these odds are shocking. I'm not gonna lie. Like, maybe maybe I might go for
1: the it odds I mean, The with the what uh, with the the I the odds that come with that kind of upset you know, get win good money.
0: Yeah, my three to one. So yeah. what, you you bet beat one thousand naira, you win three k, three five. <laughs> ah, or more. No, why not? <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, let's move on to uh, Wu Yanan against Lucy. Pudilova and uh, in this fight, who, who is coming up to the bantamweight division? I think. Correct? Yeah. Who is coming up to bantamweight division? Who is thirteen and five? Pudilova is thirteen and seven. You know, talk to me. What What do you uh, What do you see This fight going and how do you it going?
0: I believe Pudilova. So she was in the UFC before, she, not a while ago. I think she, um, actually, she actually she was just in the UFC so it's good for her good on her. she's coming she was in the UFC up until COVID she, I think she lost like four in a row in the UFC um, and then she got caught and then she went left the UFC and she's won five out of her last six fights out of the UFC um, so she's back now she's making her return to the UFC Wu Yanan has lost four of our UFC four of her five UFC fights I believe so this is a fight where it's like They're fighting for their contracts. (laughs) So, um, I don't know. Wu Yanana's, she's she's a good striker, but she's just one of those, she's not well rounded enough. Um, But you know what? Putilova, this is a tricky one to pick, man. Because she's getting a second chance in the UFC. You know, she might not get, if she loses again here, she 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 might never be able to come back. But on the other hand, Wu Yanana as well. She's one on four and five in the UFC, so she's really fighting for that contract. So I'm gonna go with Wu Yanan. I just think she's, first, she's She's been the UFC. She's been the UFC recently, and she's she's lost to like some strong. Like she's not losing to like bombs in the UFC. She's losing to like Maya Buenosilva Silva, who just won her last fight again last week. Just it Edwards just won. Her, I think she just won again last week or two weeks ago. So this is these are strong guys that she's lost to. I think she's going to find a find a fit in this fight. I'm going to. This is my second underdog pick in this fight as well. So, pay attention to my underdog picks. You should do a parlay of my underdog picks. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. So I'm going to go Wu Yanan in this fight. It's tricky for her, but I just I just feel something. I think she's going to get I think she's going to get it done. I think she's going to get it done. So I'm going to go with her.
1: You know it All right. Next He's fight ready? we have the King of Rio against the. Uh, what's this guy's nickname against? What's the machine? The machine. Yes. My Rob really the machine. Uh, it's a with fight. Uh, the King of Rio, obviously, he's, get, he's getting old. I think he's just like thirty-two though. It was just that he's been around for so it's, it's, long. He's
0: thirty-five now. He's thirty-five now. Aldo? Yeah, he's thirty-five now. What? They, I feel like I feel like we're all stuck on. So there, was, so there was like a time on MMA Twitter when like it trended that he was so young. This was like three years ago. Oh my God! Yeah, he's thirty-five. It was like, oh, it was like so. So 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 it feels like so every time I remember Aldo now, I remember that oh he's still young. But yes, like from the time that thing was trending to now, like time has gone. Obviously, <laughs> there was time when it was trending on Twitter where it's like oh Aldo is still very young. Yeah, right. So I think we're we're all still, still stuck in that year when he was still young. Wow, he's, he's gotten older since then.
1: Merab is yes, thirty-one years old, um, and Mirab has a, a fourteen and four record. Uh, obviously, he's gas tank. There, he gives a lot of pressure. And all of that. Um yeah, I don't know what has to go with the fight to be honest. I don't know what to, I don't know. What, I've not been able to do, like make pick just because I mean Aldo is getting old and everything, but he can still style on anybody, right? I, I personally mm-hmm. right I'm, now don't see Aldo go. really knocking people out. I more or less mm-hmm. see him, especially if it's a three round fight, I more or less see him styling on people for three rounds and then you know edging yeah mm-hmm. the decision. You know, but yeah. Curious
0: mm. So, okay. Remember, I told you guys that this that this card is full of my underdog picks.
1: How
0: mm-hmm. does the underdog here? And if, if, me, me I, I, I like to get my picks. And I'm, and we're human beings, and we're wrong a lot, and we can't cover everything, right? Mm. I am, I, am a big fan of like I watch every card from start to finish. So and and I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not the older MMA fan. I'm maybe like as a full-time fan like um, the way I am now like I watch every card and stuff maybe four years right four five maybe f- three four years four four right I started watching fully like every single card every every week Contender Series Bellator everything right four years ago right and I realized when you watch all the fights every week every time you start to see things like I remember oh I saw this I remember this fight that this guy fought with that guy even though he won because like And I've seen this because like when you look at a guy's record, you watch highlights of his fight, right? And you just see what he did good or how he won the fight. If you don't watch the fight, you might not know what happened in that fight. Right. And just okay, this guy was won five in a row. It's probably it's probably very good. This guy is older, you know, he has lost to this kind of guy. You look at the matchup, say this guy is stylistic, blah, 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 blah. He starts to put two and two together just based on what you think you know. It's different from when you do when you do that versus when you do it when you've watched all the fights and it's yeah. like, okay, I've seen this guy in this position. That's what, what I think is going to happen is happening here for my own pick. Aldo is notoriously hard to take down. Like this is one of his biggest yeah. strengths. Notoriously hard to take down, right? Mirab is a relentless takedown down artist. I think he has the most takedowns already in the in, in that division. Uh, if, if not the most takedowns, he has the most takedown attempts for sure. Like one of the two. This is the thing about and this when when no, I don't know if it was on the podcast, but when we when used to debate Kobe and Kobe and Usman, I, I told people that the difference between Kobe and Usman. because okay, I think when Kobe was fighting Masvira, people people thought because Masvidar could defend um Usman's takedowns better, he would defend Kobe. And I told people, Stars make fights. Usman is a grappler that doesn't need too many takedowns. If you see Usman's fights, he maybe gets three or four takedowns. He has a lot of control. Yeah, on top Kobe is more like Merab take you down you probably get back up you take you back down again so that's why Merab is the machine that's why Kobe loves his cardio those guys are guys that want to wear you out consistently so the yeah. they want to take you down you get back up they take you back down they don't have strong top control right but they keep attacking you but they take downs um, that style for Merab makes this fight for him a difficult fight because number one how they had to take down Two, we know that Mirab, people get back up from his takedowns all the time. Because that's like Mirab is a guy that will attempt 15, 20 takedowns in a fight and, and land like 12 takedowns. Because you mm. take you down, he doesn't control well, you get back up. So for a guy that doesn't control well with his takedowns, Aldo is, is gonna be a rough night for him. Just off, off, off of the fact that Aldo has very good takedown defense. That's number one. Number two, Mirab gets hit a lot. The last win that he has on his resume is I don't know if he I don't know if he saw this fight. It's Marlon Moraes. I saw it. This was, Crazy. this was like the round of the year. The reason this fight was round of the year was because Moraes, who hasn't won a fight, Moraes left the UFC on a four-fight losing streak.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: The last time he won a fight was, funny, funny enough, was against Jose Aldo, right? Which was a fight that people thought that Aldo was robbed in. Like mm-hmm. It was a very close fight. Aldo could have won, but, you know, Moraes won. Now, sorry, like guys bear with me just stick with me here. It's, important, <laughs> <for my> pick. <laughs> it's important so Moraes again This is a guy that he got finished in his last four fights in the UFC right, mm-hmm. before, he, before he retired I think he's retired now um, let me let, let's go to the list of people that, that knocked him out Cody mm-hmm. um, again, knockout Rob Font knockout Merab knockout Song Dong knockout right Corey, fight was very straightforward. One-sided, you know, ideally, he really it wasn't very competitive. Rob Font, same thing, one-sided round one. Song Ye Dong knockouts, pretty straightforward. Mirab. So again, if you if you didn't watch the fights, so you go to the guy's record, you see four in a row. okay KO, 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 Right? He's like, oh, this guy was just a bomb, he got knocked out, blah 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 blah. The Mirab fight was not like that. <laughs> right? Hmm. He if Mirab wasn't Mirab, if it was anybody else. Moraes wins that fight round one mm. quickly. Like he and it's funny because <laughs> the last guy to beat <laughs> to beat Al in the champion was was Moraes <laughs> by knockout. It was like a crazy flying knee. Crazy knock like Aljo was stiff, right? So Amirab is Aljo's teammate. So it, like, it was very close for him to like knock out two of the best guys in that division who are teammates. <laughs> that would have been a crazy story. But, but Mirab survived. Like he got dropped like maybe four times. Like it was I don't even know how he survived hmm. personally. Yeah. Right? But he found that he survived, his chin was, and you know that obviously someone like Mariah's, once he doesn't catch you out in round one, that's it. done. Like, <laughs>
1: <guy is> <laughs> right, so
0: so we knew that, as, 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 as soon as we saw that this guy, did, like he didn't get finished, we said, well, we know what's going to happen, but this, this, this guy is fighting, he's not going to let him, and obviously that will happen, you know, he kind of steamrolled him after that, right? But that fight for me was a bit of a was a bit of an eye-opener because for him to get hit that easily by a guy who who's a very good striker by the way I'm not going to lie but like that's a guy that if you see that fight on paper of all the fights of all the fights that Moraes lost in his last in his UFC run that was the one where it's like it shouldn't have been close at all yeah like is like a striker Moraes a striker so you say okay well if they strike even though Corey's better like Moraes should be able to compete on the on the feet with him Song Yadong, same thing. Compete on the feet because they're go- they going to stand and bang. Rob Font, same thing. Stand and stand and bang. Yep. So you can see, so okay, well, Moraes ca- Merab is a wrestler, so it's like this guy takes, like, and this guy doesn't have a gas tank. So you, or you, you go in there, you take him down, wear him out, and knock him out like TKO, right? Without competition, like just this guy is a guy that doesn't like to, doesn't like to grapple. He's not he's, doesn't have a gas tank. Grapple him, wear him out, knock him out, right? So it seemed like a very straightforward, straightforward victory for Mirab until the fight happened and it was like. Not all but straightforward,
1: yeah. So that showed
0: me that his, his striking defense is not, not that too, good,
1: not too good, yeah.
0: Uh, at least it wasn't good which in that is, fight. which is also what makes me right. feel
1: like I don't think he could ever like break into like the elite of the elite in, in that vision. Uh, because I mean, to
0: be fair to him, it, the way he grapples is, is just a nightmare for people, so that's just it
1: is, it is, man. But and bro, when once you, you start getting to the top, yeah, look okay, look at the names, look at the names, uh, in, in that. Bantamweight division for goodness sake! You have Pedro Yan, you have Dillashaw, you have Stan Hagen, you have Marlon Vera. Those are all the names ahead of Mirab on that list. And we're talking about all these fight, all, all these killers who's who's striking is like crazy. Pedro Yan, striker, Dillashaw crazy striker, Sanhagen, Hagen technical and unpredictable striker. Marlon Vera.
0: You know what? It's it's funny. It's funny you say that because if I had to pick Mirab, I'll pick Mirab over like a guy like Chito, personally. Um, because Chito I'll tell you why I'll tell you why in a second and Chito's one of those guys where (laughs) for for one his biggest wins have come against like older guys that people have figured out at this point right and I I I didn't I I, I picked I picked Cruz to beat him because and the reason why I picked Cruz to beat him was and Cruz was doing what I thought Cruz was going to do until he got knocked out right Cruz is a good party fighter and um <laughs> you say Mirab, Mirab has bad, bad striking defense. Chito has bad striking defense. <laughs> Chito has terrible.
1: Like he has a <laughs> negative
0: strike differential. Every fight, like he so he always what difference Chito from everybody else is that he has a strong. What's the word? Strong. He's very very durable. He has a strong gas tank and he keeps coming forward, and he has power, right? So
1: like, I guess I, I, front, I, I, and think I probably, feel like he guards himself from taking the hits flush, like the the hits don't land strong and you know, clean enough to really cause damage. So you could land a lot of hits right. on, on Chito Vera and you know you won't really get damage like that, the kind that would that would slow him down or that will stop him. You know what I mean? So. You know what? And 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 if Mirab wins
0: this fight, I would like to see him and Cheeto fight. Because Chido Chido won last week. Yeah. Um, so if is fighting
1: but the title sandhagen is just hanging yeah, around somewhere there the i think right. that would so be the so next
0: fight oh no Sunday is fighting he's fighting he's fighting soon by the way we'll Who's get there in the he fighting song Dong next oh, so that's going to be a true. crazy fight oh, um, oh my that's god
1: a that's fight. a delight that's a crazy
0: fight you that's know? a delight so, so the, the, this for me this, for me this is the best division in the ufc personally yeah. <laughs> um that's a case. but um yeah so mirab i mean if, if they do for if mirab wins this fight and they do fight with vera i think I mean, that's the biggest issue in this fight will be not getting submitted. A bunch of people, but like me, okay. So Vera, again, okay, so talking about Aldo, for example, Aldo, last five fights is three and two. He lost to Moraes, lost to Peter Yan, the champion at the time, I mean, for the belt. And he has won, he has beat Malon Vera, by the way, Chito yeah. Vera, yeah. right? In, in December 2020, he beat Vera. And, and this is what I'm saying about Vera, I was just I was just in my group chat talking about this. Vera can, Vera can be outworked. Right, I think he gets lock- not lucky but like if he fights an older guy he loses, he's losing the fight and then he gets a knockout like for, he was losing to Edgar knocked him out around three losing to Cruz knocked him out around four right with like a crazy crazy it's usually a crazy kick like that right but Aldo's resume last three fights Vera mm. Munoz Rob Font he's the three of the best bantamweights in the division mm. right um and, and, and to me, in my opinion, I think that he, he might have won the Moraes fight, even though they say he lost. He, he looked good in that fight. And even against Peter Yan, Yan just kind of overworked him at the end of, Like, Yan just walked, like, Yan just kind of got stronger as the fight. But, like, the first three rounds were very competitive of that fight. Very competitive. Then he let, then round four, he kind of started fading away. Then in round five, he just kind of faded and he eventually got finished. But, like, he, it he wasn't like, it wasn't, wasn't a beat down in that yeah. Fight yeah. with Peter Yan. Right. So, Aldo is still very good, very sharp. Sharp striking. Like I said, it doesn't get taken down. So, this is my final underdog pick of, of this card, I believe. Actually, maybe it's not my final one. Who knows? We'll see. There's two <laughs> more to go. You never, to, you never know what can happen. But this one is one, this, this is one of my other big picks. This is one of my big picks in this, in this, in this fight. It's not a big pick because like, Aldo is not a big underdog. I think just plus 105. So, it's like, it's, it's a fight that people think is a pick him. Like, anybody can win. It's pretty much even money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Aldo in this fight. I think if it was five rounds, I might favor Mirab a, little, a bit more. And I and, and I and I think it should have been, should have been a five-round main event. But it's not. It's a three-round fight. I think Aldo can stop those takedowns and pick him apart on the feet. And that's what I'm going to go with. as my pick. Jose Aldo. Probably by decision over Mirab. But yeah. if Mirab wins, like I said, you know, was good. And if Aldo wins here, it's next for the title. That's the thing. Next. He's yeah. back up there. Four in a row. Against contenders, they have to give him the title next, you know. And he has been Vera, so I'm the next. Sex is the other guy who can yeah. who can see has a claim to the title shot. So and he's already lost and and he lost not to like 2020 December. So it's less than two years ago. So it's not like a far memories like literally a couple fights ago. So um, I'm gonna go with Aldo here, and I think he's gonna fight Aldo, which is gonna be which by the way, and I guess if if that, if that's what happens, we'll, we'll get to that fight when it happens, if it happens the way we think. Um, but Aldo and Aldo will be a crazy fight, by the way. Also. It will be.
1: But it will be. Let's, will let's be. not jump to that yet. I, I'm going to go with Aldo let's this not fight. Jump. All right. Personally, moving on to the Co Main. da dam dam. Da, da. Well is it? Even is it Co Main? No. Is it a five round fight? No, three, rounds. Okay. Anyways, uh, next fight: Paulo Costa against Luke Rockhold. I've been looking forward to the return of Luke Rockhold uh, for a long time now. And I think this is the perfect fight for him because he's fighting somebody who, let me say, used to be scary. Before Paulo Costa fought Easy, he was like, oh my God, who is this monster that walked down your Romero, destroyed the Hall, blah, 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 blah. Right? But Easy made him look easy. And then he fought uh, Marvin Vittori, whose head is made out of granite <laughs> and just would not go down. You know and marvin vittori beat him outworked him and got him on points uh at some point even wobbled him a little bit um and so i feel like costa's air of invisibility that came with that initial rush that he had is gone how he will deal with it mentally i don't know yet this is an opportunity for us to see that Luke rock uh also you know is in a, is a bit of a weird place you know when you take a long layoff and this is what i i feel could also affect uh, John Jones. No matter how great you are, no matter how good you are, activity is an important thing, activity, right? Once you're out of the octagon for for a while, man, it, I, I, especially when you were at the height, you know, this is not a Tyson Pedro situation where you are, sti- you are still working your way up and you're still at the bottom of the ladder and you know, you're know you still climbing up to the elite of the elite. Luke Rockwood was a freaking champion, you know, uh, champion of Force, defender, champion in the UFC, got knocked out by uh, Bisping and all of that. You know, if he's coming back, he's getting thrust straight into the top seven at least. Now, coming at age 37, having not fought for what? How many years now? Three, four years? How, how your body will react, how your chin will react to being back in the experience is different. It's different because um, sparring and training are definitely not the same thing as fighting. And fighting, kind of fighting regularly keeps you fit, keeps you fresh, keeps you, you know, there. You're with, it, you're there. You know. So I don't know. This fight is very tricky. I feel like if Costa clips him, if Costa gets him, lands on him, Luke is going out, man. He's old. His chin is worn out, and he's not been active for a long time. He should have had a tune-up fight. Can't come back from such a long layoff with injuries and and then, like he said, not taking care of his body and then come back and fight a monster, a hard-hitting monster like Paulo Costa. Because even the last fight against Vittori, although Costa was looking a little bit, you know, uh, obviously clearly had a, 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 a silly weight camp because he wasn't able to get into shape. But, man, he was still hitting crazy hard, which is why I said, I don't know how Vittori didn't go down because those shots were hard, you know. If Costa is able to make his weight, that tells me he had a great... Camp, and that gives me a lot of danger signs for Lukrecio. And uh, yeah, uh, my pick, my official pick is Holocaust.
0: Mm, I have to. Okay, so Lukrecio is so talented that it's just it's just a shame that he took he's he, he taking so much time off and yeah. that he's so and he's so proud. You know, he's the one of those guys. That I think that he suffers from. Maybe I don't. I won't say he suffers from. He, he always uses overconfidence. And mm-hmm. I guess it's not overconfidence until, until you say it and you lose after, mm-hmm. right? Because I think when he fought Bisping, he was a better fighter in that fight. Mm-hmm. He had beat Bisping, Bisping before easily. Honestly, it was easy. The first time they fought, was, it was pretty easy. I'm not going to lie. And he just came into that second fight so confident. He got knocked out because his chin is always in the air. But he was still very, he was still overconfident. when he, When he fought when he fought um, Romero you know I'm sure same kind of thing when he fought John, went to went to five, you know he was still kind of talking crazy John knocked him out yeah has <sighs> taking three years off we're hoping his chin has his chin has recovered <laughs> and he has um, he has let go of bad habits I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you in this fight Luke, Luke is a live dog because if he does what he can do like if he, I don't want to say this, if he fights a well-rounded fight and shows his skills that that we know that he has, he can win this fight. He can grapple, mix it up, you know, and for sure Costa, over three rounds and win this fight with a perfect, with a good game plan. But I can't bet on it because his chin is just, I can't bet on his chin. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I've always said that, look, I like would look for Luke is a guy that <laughs> <laughs> like Luke is a guy that honestly, like, if if he was on point, he can get to the title shots like quickly. And I feel like he's a guy that would give easy a good fight. Like a, legitimately, like you've removed the chin issues that Luke has. He's a guy that skill for skill, I would like to see him fight easy. Like, de- def- definitely. But you know, like I said, I can't trust that chin, so I gotta go with my guy. And, Pol- and Polo Costa he has lost two in a row. So that's tricky. So um I gotta go with Costa in, mm.
1: go
0: in this fight. I gotta go with Costa in this fight. I think Costa is gonna come out. I think I, I think he himself is very motivated. Very, very and he showed glimpses of he showed glimpses of like his because people everybody thought he didn't have a gas tank until he fought Vittorio. and it's like you see him in round four putting pressure on the, and Vittorio is a crackhead. He's one of those guys that just comes forward, you know. So yep. for him to start pushing Vittorio back in round four and round five, for me that was very impressive. Even though he lost the fight, he showed that you know it's very tough. He has good wrestling defense. Mm. Um, he can take shots. And he can, and he can, and he used to be there on four and five, you know, to fight. So, I don't know if that was because he didn't cut any weight. You know, I don't know how the weight cut plays into his gas tank. Right? But I just think Kosta is going to... I think Costa, yeah. And I follow him on Twitter. So, he looks on my... Not me personally. On Combat Sports NG's Twitter. Yeah. We, <laughs> we follow him, not I. <laughs> Even he's, I, I, don't I, I don't have any account anymore so I kind of use it use it use it he looks very very motivated for this fight he mm. looks very motivated he looks very lean you can tell he has been training and he hasn't fought in a while as well so he's been training actively so I think he's going to look good in this fight um, if, Rocco if Rocco doesn't do and I, I, I just think you're right too. Look, Rocco been out for three years I think to get the feel of the octagon to it take a while I, and Costa is a guy that will come forward on him and, just, and try to blast him so I just don't think that he will be able to withstand Costa's barrage, and um, I'm gonna go Costa in this fight, probably by finish.
1: Definitely, by but I
0: hope that but I hope that look I, I hope that look doesn't get. If he loses this fight, he lost to the top a top five guy after three years out. I hope he doesn't get discouraged. I hope he, I hope he continues to fight. I hope he can fight White Man and get the, uh, like rematch White Man, maybe after this fight next. Whether we not lose I, don't, I hope that he fights White Man next. You know, two old guys that fought before for the for the, for the belt. Yeah, you know, they're still kind of they're still kind of top. They're still, in my opinion, top. Th- some of the best fighters in the UFC at that division. I think the rematch would be good to see, uh, win or lose. And uh, you know, I hope that he does it. But yeah, I got to go with Polo Costa because he. I don't. If he goes, if he loses, if he goes zero and three in this in uh, you know this weekend in his last three fights, that's a, that's that's a, that's a difficult discussion to have.
1: It's very 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 so. big 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 <laughs> a big big obstacle for him in his uh, title aspirations yep. uh, he, I mean he thinks he believes that if he beats Luke Rockhold he's at the door of a title So I don't think so I think if he beats Luke Rockhold he still has to uh, face someone else who is currently in the top five at least if he beats Luke Rockhold he should this face one, this was going
0: to happen so go on, go on. Sorry, you finish. I have a prediction. I have a prediction. Have and it's exclusive to this place. So that so, so, so when I say my prediction of the future and it comes to pass, because I always give you guys some good predictions of the future and they happen. <laughs> I think I called this Easy and Perera fight a while ago too. Yeah. I have to go check my archives. But anyway, <laughs> go on. Sorry, go on.
1: If he beats, uh, if he beats, uh, what's his name? If he beats Luc and and, and, mm-hmm. um, and Whitaker beats, if he knocks out Luc in impressive fashion and Whitaker beats Vittori, uh, I think that could be the next fight because I don't know Whitaker still Whitaker needs like two or three top seven fights in, two or three top seven impressive wins before a trilogy with Easy can be mentioned because like really there aren't really that many names up there anymore for the champ uh, when, when, when he beat when he beats Alex Pereira but if if Whitaker beats um, Vittori um, or if Jared Kananera beats his next opponent whoever that is I think one of those. Jared, Jared,
0: Jared is fighting Sean. It's fighting Sean Strickland next.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> I would love to see that fight. Anyways, um, yeah, one of those guys would definitely be a, a good name for Paul Costa to face next because I think after after Luke Rockhold, he has to be one person, one proper contender, and not just picking a name on the top mm-hmm. five like a proper contender, not them Bronsons or or I don't know, you know, he has to be one of these top guys and then. He can say, okay, he wants a rematch champion. Then he will make something. So, yeah. um, He really needs to win. Yeah. In an impressive fashion as well.
0: Right. So, what was I going to say? Okay, so.
1: going to give a uh, uh, prediction.
0: The first thing I will say is, the first thing I will say for my prediction is, number one, two things about this division. It's, it's so light. It's not actually as light as as, as, as we think. Hmm. But, but is he so dominant that, this is what happens in that division. Is he beat some people? People don't give him enough credit because they're full like, well, these facing guys I should beat. Mm. Those guys go going to fight other people and they dominate them, right? The only time that Izzy's sons have a competitive fight is when they fight each other, right? Mm. So Rob, Kanonia, competitive. Um, I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm sure Kanonia, sorry, I'm sure, um, what's the guy, what's his name? I'm sure Whitaker and Vittoria will be com- competitive. I think Vittori <laughs> I think Vittoria can shock some people in that fight. That's my personal opinion. Witika is probably the best second best guy in the division, but I think Vittori can shock a lot of people. Vittoria is probably second. Like if, if Vitika is second, Vittorio is like 2A. Like 2B, rather. Like Vittori is that close to the top of that division. Mm-hmm. So I think that fight is uh, that's one that we should watch. Right? Whoever wins that fight is the second best guy yeah. for sure in that division. Like for sure, for sure, right? Um, so, you know, and, and it's funny it's funny that you said that Costa Costa should fight Whitaker because like this is all easy guys fighting each other for who is for who is actually the actual second best or third best in the division. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. That's how dominant the guy is. He's busy, he's busy with all these guys and they have to and it's, it's crazy because he's beating all those guys, but they're so good that, that nobody else can beat them. Yeah. So they still so they have to end up protecting each, they have to end up fighting each other so they can get back to fight easy again. <laughs> it's so crazy, right? Hmm. Um that being said, I'm going to predict that Costa beats Luke Rockhold. Mm-hmm. Right? You're right. Like, your, your plan is right. I think if Jessica beats Vittori, they're going to book that. For, and, they, and they booked it before. I think they booked Costa and Vittori. They booked, they booked Costa and um, Wittica before. Then he fell out because Costa pulled out, I think, I believe. I think he said that he didn't have, like, he didn't sign the contract or whatever. Some shit. Anyway, so so that that's one, one way you can work out. What I think is going to happen... And some of it is my, is my prediction. I think Vittorio may or may not surprise Rob And obviously, Vittorio already fought Costa before. So, so Vittorio is probably close. I think Vittorio... There's already been Costa. If he beats Whittaker, I think he's going to be next again. <laughs> for the third time. I don't know if the UFC will book it for the third time.
1: You know, uh, but you know uh, nobody wants to see that fight. That's the truth. Because...
0: Everybody, right. knows, everybody knows like, ha-
1: everybody knows what's gonna happen.
0: Everybody knows what's gonna happen. But to be fair,
1: like what can you do? Not like? Gonna knock him out? Like,
0: like if you have a victory, if, if you have a Tory, you want to stay active all the time. True. You lost to to easy, you fought Costa immediately. Costa was was one fight away from re, one fight removed from the title shot. Like sorry, not one fight. To Costa just, just fought for the title. The next fight was you. Mm. So if lost to the title, Costa lost to the title, they fought each other, right? That's if not that. They both lost to Easy, that's a number one contender fight. What? Right. Now, now Victoria has beat Costa. Again, even though I lost to Easy, he's number one contender. Because he beat the guy who just lost the title. Right?
1: Hmm.
0: Now he fights with the guy. if he beats Witika, you beat the second guy who just lost the title. <laughs> right? So yeah. what is he gonna fight? Like, so is he gonna go? They're probably gonna make him fight canonia
1: again. Yeah.
0: If if Katone, if, if, if if Kanonea beats Strickland, they're probably going to make Vittori, if he beats Whitaker, fight Canonia. So, yes, he so he's going to fight three guys who have fought for the title and lost.
1: Man, they need to start bringing the guys... Going to fight, that's what I'm they need to like, start like, bringing is, the, the guys down. They need to start bringing them up, man. The, the Andre Menezes, the uh, Marvels, and, and and the Dracos uh, Duplessis. Because, like, all these guys, all these other names up here, like...
0: So, they, so, so this is the thing. As soon as they come up, like... You have to remember how the, how the, 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 the like you have to remember how we got here in this division. It's not because those guys are not fighting the, the bottom guys. They they getting turned back like Bronson turned about two of those guys back. Kevin yeah. Holland, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shabazzian. <laughs> so like it was like those two guys were guys that were good on the way up like the way maybe two fights away from the title. You made Bronson if they beat Bronson they'll have be very close or next right got turned back. Darin- Same thing with Darrent like. Bronson turned him back as well. So th- there's a lot of guys that are there that are like, they were close enough, but the guys that easy has already beat, we're sending them back home. <laughs> right? And I feel like Muniz is very close to getting sent back by whoever he fights next. If he gets a high rank guy, <coughs> if it's like Bronson, I-, I hope that he do like Bronson and Muniz. I think he might, I think Bronson might, he to turn that guy back as well. Anyway, so my prediction is, this, this is my prediction, let me not get into that division yet because that is, it's very long. Is he big, is, Costa will beat Rocco to, to, um, this week. Is he beat Pereira? Pereira and <laughs> Pereira and Costa are gonna fight next. That's my prediction. Costa Pereira. Hmm. Is, is going that, to
1: be, yeah, that would be that'll be crazy. That would be crazy. Yeah. And
0: it'll be a big fight. I think they I, I think they might even consider maybe doing that card in Brazil. And they and they might headline it if they don't tie to fight. Possible. Mm. Okay. I, I'm, I'm by, oh, you know what? No, actually, actually no. Scratch that. Easy fights. Easy fights. November twelfth. Mm-hmm. There's a Brazilian. They announced that the Brazilian card is going to be in January. I believe it's a pay per view. Oliveira wants to fight on that card if he beats Islam. I, I, I'm sorry, sure even if he doesn't beat Islam, I think it was. I think he'll be on that card as well. So. I'm pretty sure, like Pereira can turn around quickly from November to January to fight in Brazil. And mm. I think Costa will, will take that fight quickly. Like, that's a big fight for Brazil. Massive, in Brazil.
1: massive. So,
0: massive. I predict that Costa is going to fight Pereira in Brazil in January. Mm.
1: Final prediction. Okay, um solid prediction. Solid prediction. Let's see how it plays out. Let's wrap up this episode uh, with the main event of the evening. Highly anticipated rematch between Kamaru Usman and Leon Edward. Kamaru Usman obviously is the long-standing king of the welterweight division. Who people have been looking forward to? Who is the next guy that's going to dethrone uh, Kamaru? Is it... Was it Kobe? No, it wasn't. Was it Masvidal? No, it wasn't. You know, was it his former teammate Gilbert Burns? No, it wasn't. Um, And then now people are talking about the Hamzat Shimaev or the Shavkat Rakmonov to be the guys who can do it. And people are totally overlooking Leon Edwards. Um, and I think Leon Edwards has a lot to bring to this fight. You know, um, mm. uh, the, guy is, the guy is really good in, with his striking. And then uh, I'm sure he has improved over the years, but we didn't see enough in the Belal fight, in my opinion, for us to know whether or not he can handle proper aggressive wrestling right um mm. and we didn't see anything as far as wrestling is concerned in the Diaz fight he just beat up on ideas for, for five rounds until he almost got knocked out at the end you know it, it, i mean yeah he tripped nidia's here and there it was it was it was it was very it was just a very very sad to watch fight uh because it was just a beat down so honestly it's one thing to train to prepare your defensive wrestling as a striker. You look at someone like Izzy, for example. Great striker, right? Trains in one of the best gyms in the world. And they work on wrestling a lot. But Izzy still gets taken down. The only good thing is, he stands right back up. The only person who's been able to keep him down was Jan. And that's because weight classes exist for a reason. Izzy wasn't able to add up the pounds and the, the mass, the body mass that would help him to, you know, um, to match up with Jan properly on the ground like that um but no matter what you want to do as a striker learning wrestling the best you can do is pull together your defensive wrestling to avoid being taken down that's the best you can do when you're facing a proper wrestler you will get taken down the only thing is it might be harder for them to keep you down because oh you've trained for this you know how to wiggle out of those positions ideally um uh but in my opinion, I feel like Leon was is overestimating the work he has done, and I'm saying that with air quotes in, in his wrestling. Because he's been saying oh, all I've done, you know, this past few years is just trained. I've trained trend, and trained and trained, and my wrestling is so much better than it used to be. Like, okay, bro. Well, where are you idea? You know what's up. <laughs> and on Usman's side, Usman is a wrestler who has now begun to, you know, master striking. So, I feel like the danger is so much more for Leon than it is for Usman. Uh, because what what Usman is bringing is, number one, his strong wrestling, which he's always had. Now, the incredible striking, which uh, uh, um, Leon has not seen yet. I saw Leon say stuff like, oh, Usman started to fall in love with his hands. You know, he's knocked out without now. He feels like he's a knockout artist. That, okay, no problem. And I'm like... Yeah, not that he's falling over with his hands. He's working with a genius coach who has really improved his striking. And it's obvious with the way he lands now. Like the way Usman lands now, the way he sets up these punches, he literally sets them up. He puts you in the position to receive them when he drops them. You know, so um it, it's crazy to think I think it's crazy for Leon to, to think that um Usman is feeling like a striker. I know he, he's getting the striking on point, you know. So um I think We will see some good exchanges in the first round. Um, I think Leon could even land a few solid shots on Usman, but um, I think between the second and third round, we'll see a finish for Usman. I think it's going to be a knockout, uh, a TKO, you know, for Usman. He's going to land one sweet shot and Leon won't recover and Usman will finish it up. And then, you know, yeah, that's, that's just what it's going to be.
0: Hmm. I mean, you made some good points. To be fair to Leon, I'm not gonna lie. As soon as he lost to Usman, he did become a wrestler. Like Usma, Leon has, has taken down every fighter he has fought since Usman. Like does he doesn't like he, he doesn't about defensive, he has offensively grappled every fight. Yeah, since he lost to Usman. Like I've watched all his fights, he has wrestled every single person. Like he has become he's he actually very well, it's not wrong like what he's saying about like working the wrestling. So that's a guy that I'm not surprised if he tries tries to take down Usman in this fight. I will not be surprised because he actually has solid offensive wrestling as well. Now, his defensive wrestling is still questionable. Every time he has fought a guy that can take him down, he has been taken down. And this is what I've been telling all my guys that I've been in in my group chats with. because I feel like everybody gets caught up with Leon's offensive wrestling. They forget that. It's not not only offensive. Wrestling is not only offensive. There's defensive wrestling as well. Usman, what makes him really great is that he has very, very good offensive and defensive wrestling. His offensive wrestling is obviously great—that's what mm. everybody sees. But like, he has defended Kobe's takedowns, and that's not easy to do. Right? Yeah, he has but- defended Demian Maia. Demian Maia tried to take him down maybe 15 times. He's defended every takedown, right? Gilberton tried to take him down. He defended. So, and this, is, and this is what people don't realize about Usman, and this is why when I see people say things like Usman first fell in love with his hands. I, f- I, f- I think I I, I, I see that they are, they are either. When Usman was coming up, people didn't watch him fight. And it's very clear that people haven't seen Usman's fights mm. when they speak about Usman. They've only really seen him defend his titles. And Usman had nine fights before he got the title. So he, he fought for the title in his 10th UFC fight. Usman's strategy has always been. Usman's philosophy is. He always say, and he has he said this maybe on like five occasions or six. I'm not the best tracker in the UFC. I'm not the best wrestler. I'm not the best grappler. But when it comes to mixing it, everything all up, yep. <laughs> I'm the best. What makes Usman the best is that he mixes it up. Not only does he mix everything up, Usman looks at the fighter and says, okay, what's his best strength? And what's his greatest weakness? I'm going to fight him at his weakest point. And that's why I'm going to win. Hmm. So Usman doesn't try to fight guys. and There's guys, there's fighters like, I'm trying to think of somebody that is like that. I feel like Izzy is probably that way. Easy is probably might Easy might probably be a guy that, even though he has a high IQ. I think Easy is one of those guys that might enjoy proving people wrong. So he's like, hey, if I strike, I want to strike you. If you grapple, I want to grapple you. Right. He doesn't do it. Obviously, Izzy doesn't Easy also kind of fights a high IQ style. But I think Easy is a guy that's more inclined to say, well, I want to beat this person at their own game. Osmoth doesn't do that, but you at your own game kind of shit. Osman fights the guy where he knows he can beat them yeah. easiest. So the so the reason he has four Kobe standing uh of Bonds standing because Bonds was a great grappler, right? He didn't take down Bonds one time. He didn't try to take down Bonds one time. I don't believe he did. Maybe once, just for just to show him. Because if you start, because a guy who's a grappler who can who's a good submission artist, why would you why would you grapple him? stand mm-hmm. him on the feet and go and go and go bank for bank, and that's what it is. And you knew that at the end of the day he he, he could get him out of there standing. Must be that everybody sees the knockout. They forget that in the first round, Usman took him down twice and grappled him for the whole of the round in round one. So by the time he started finishing those, those takedowns in round two, that's what opened up the knockout for him, right? Mm. And Masvidal admitted that he was expecting the takedown to come, the whole fight, and that's why he got knocked out. And he said it by himself that he, like, he was expecting that. Like, like, I think Usman fainted and he was expecting Usman to go down for the takedown, mm. and he, you know, and he got caught on, up, up top, right? When you fight Kobe. Kobe tried to take him down. You only took down Kobe once, just to show him that I can take you down, right? Just dumped him, dumped him there, left him there, and stood him back up, right? That's not. not a guy that, that that will exchange. I don't think he's going to exchange with Leon too much. If he does, if he, if he, if he does knock out Leon on the standing, it's going to be like Masuda, where he takes him down or attempts to take him down over and over again, mm-hmm. gets him thinking about that takedown, and then come up top and try to catch him something like crazy maybe similar to what and that's, and that's going to be like round three round three and maybe two, round two like later rounds probably round three I believe yeah so all this this idea of Usman falling in love with his hands for me I think people people don't see, people have because when Usman Usman had one knockout in the UFC for a long time and it was against a guy called Sergio, Sergio Moraes. round one round one knockout and mm-hmm. Usman at the time was had, had had a reputation for being a grappler that was boring right and he fought this grappler. Sir was a BJJ black belt guy, grappler, and he was intent on showing that he could stand and strike. But obviously, the other thing was that Sir was a grappler that who had strong BJJ. So he stood up with the guy and knocked him out. When he fought Maya, same thing. Maya is a guy that is a crazy, crazy submission specialist. He stood up, He stood up with. Uh, with they fought 25 minutes, they and Maya. They stood, they stood the whole time because the only guy that was trying to take take down was Maya. So if you saw Maya and Usman, you think you think that Osman is a striker because he didn't take the, he didn't try to take him down one time. Yeah. He stood he stood there, defended takedowns, and fought Maya on the feet. So people have people don't see all those fights. So when I when people say Osman is falling in love with his hand, I'm like, ah, you guys don't know Osman no. Osman goes fight. And that's why he has trained for these fights. You see, he has grappled, he has gone back to his roots. Mm. He went to he went back to his old gym. He has been he has been grappling heavily for this fight. So I know it's gonna grapple. I know it's gonna grapple, but I will be surprised if he, you know, face the grappling, face the grappling, face the grappling. Because I feel like I, I don't want to say he'll be surprised, but I feel like Leon would do and even if it even, even the first fight, I don't know if any, I don't know if you watched the first fight that he did and it's on YouTube now. For this week. But like the first round was Osman couldn't take Leon down the first round. It was difficult for Osman to get the takedown. He he started At getting takedowns later yeah. in like round two. Because Leon and and that was early Leon. Leon Leon is pretty good. But the thing about Leon, and this is what I I told everybody it's going to happen. If he doesn't take Leon down round one or round two, he's going to get in round three. Because every time Leon has... Okay, so Leon Leon has... I want to say two UFC losses, right? Mm -hmm. One was... One was in his UFC debut to a guy called Claudio Silva who just fought, I think two weeks ago, actually. No, he fought in UFC London. Claudio Silva... I believe couldn't take him down in round one or took him down but he got up round two Leon won the fight Leon was probably going to win round three but he got taken down in late, in, late in round three and he almost got finished in that fight when he fought Cowboy uh, when he fought Usman same thing you know he didn't get taken down round one but by round two and round three he got taken down the key is that round three he always, he always gets taken down in the last round of his fight mm. and like grinded out right when he fought Cowboy 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 took him down round five mm. when he fought um, Gunnar Nelson Next thing took him down around three. Yeah. The last round of the fight, he kind of has he slacks off. Same thing happens with, with um Nadia. He was winning the fight easily. Yeah. Round five, he gets caught. So I'm that was almost, almost got knocked so out, man. Mentally, and, he, and he, he said it by himself that mentally he starts he starts to coast at the end of the fight. I don't know if that if that's the same thing with him getting taken down around three every time or round five, as the case may be. But he has a thing where he slows down a little bit as the fight wears on. And you can wear on the guy over time and Start getting away with him easily, so I think that Usman can knock him out around four round five. Um, I'm sure he has worked on that because he has, he has admitted that he, had, he does that in his fight and he's trying to work on not slowing down and not mentally checking out of the fight that he's winning or that he's going a certain way, right? So, but I just think that Usman, ha- Usman will get him out of there late or it will be a decision. But I think and I hope that Usman goes back to the boring old Usman that we know uh, grapple <laughs> you heavily. And just keep you down there and just grind you out mm. and make it boring and everybody will be boring in the, in the arena. I think people have forgotten about that guy. We need, to, we need to bring back that old, boring, 30% Usman. I'm <laughs> for you. But obviously, I'm going to go. I'm, obviously, I'm going to pick Usman. Who else? I'm going to be there live with my flag, with my nightmare t shirt. We're <laughs> ready to go, man. Listen. I trust you. ready me. to go.
1: <laughs> All right, that's it for USC uh, 278 preview. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's the combat sports ng. Um and yeah, we, we we have a lot more to talk about. This year, there's so many there's so many great events happening this year, both uh MMA and boxing, and uh, you know, there's a lot to talk about, and we'll get into them in subsequent episodes. Please like this uh podcast so that you can get notified whenever we drop new episodes. Um, and yeah, share with any other combat sports that you know any other combat sports fan that you know nigerian or uh foreign it's just it, it's all still combat sports we're talking about so yeah share and uh help us reach more people Maya, on to the next episode which we'll do uh um, <laughs> all right my brother watch out for another episode of combat sports ng the podcast